0: Welcome to the I Work For Him podcast. I'm Michael Mariko, producer of the I Work For Him radio program, the voice of the faith and work movement. Our mission is to transform the workplace of every Christian into a mission field. What does that look like in your workplace? Let's find out right now. You've tuned into the fastest faith and work show you can find anywhere in the country. We are... (laughs) Oh, you know, I love this show. It's fantastic. You've tuned into the faith, the voice of the faith and work movement. We are your hosts, Jim and Martha Brangenberg, and we just have a good time here. We really do. Sharing Most people stories. probably don't, don't even know why you're laughing. Because we used to open the show with the fastest one hour of Christian talk radio, but we're a half hour radio show now, so we can't say that. It's so fast it goes by in a half
1: hour. Yes. It's Maybe like, that's what it is. Yeah,
0: We cram an hour worth of God's amazingness, His work in the kingdom, In the marketplace, in the workplace, and we cram it all into a half an hour.
1: (laughs) We do. And if you don't have the opportunity to listen to the show on a radio station in your area, please know that you can connect via podcast. We have a couple different options for you on all of the platforms that you're used to, whether it's Google or Android, and um, your, you know, if it's not Google out there, Google or Android,
0: Apple or Android.
1: Um, yes, that's what Maybe, I mean. Yeah. Wow, we're doing good today, too. Wow. Anyway, look it was for the I work for
0: Cookies right here at the Work Matters Conference.
1: That's what it was. But look for um, us on I Work for Him podcast and I Work for Him Power Pod. Those are two options that you'll find out there and uh, be able to get the content of these amazing guests that we have the opportunity of interviewing. On a daily basis,
0: so we are on location in Northwest Arkansas, courtesy of Work Matters, WorkMatters.org. They hold an annual conference every year. Not only can you come to Northwest Arkansas to hear it, see it, experience it, you can stream it to your office location, mm-hmm. right around, right where you're at, so where you're listening to us, maybe right now as you're listening to the podcast or the Power Pod. So next year's conference. Work on getting signed up right now and stream it right to your conference room, right to your, maybe a big, into uh, your sanctuary at your church, or maybe to a meeting place, workmatters.org. Hey, today on the show, we're going to talk with Ellie Nieves. She has a story that you need to hear. A cancer survivor, a career woman who understands the power of living out her faith in her work each and every day.
1: That's exactly right. And, you know, Ellie has a Great um, understanding of what it feels like to work in a maybe a really um, hard secular work environment as a woman in leadership, and so that is really what God has called her to focus on. And she has this website called ChristianCareerWomen.com, and this is a community that she's inviting each and every one of you to participate in and um, just really. Get the support that you might be looking for, Jim, and from somebody who has been there and understands it and is living that out.
0: And what I love, part of her story today is she's going to share how sharing, being transparent and vulnerable and authentic at work transformed the relationships with their co-workers you're listening to i work for him as again we're on location in northwest arkansas courtesy of the work of work matters workmatters.org we're here at their annual conference and there's just amazing things going on here today and today we get a chance to talk with ellie nieves she's been on our show before but we've never been face to face. We just got to meet face to face just a few seconds ago. So exciting for you to hear her story as God's been writing it since the last time she was on the air with us. But love for you to check her out online. ChristianCareerWoman.com. Is it woman or women? Women. Women. ChristianCareerWomen.com. I apologize. ChristianCareerWomen.com. Ellie
2: Nieves, welcome. I- Welcome back to iWorkRim. Yeah. So great to meet you face to face. Pleasure to be here. Pleasure to be with you and Martha. This is great.
1: Well, we're so glad to have you here. And since our last talk, I know you were kind of going through a health journey the last time we had you on the air, but I want you to share just a little bit of what God has shown you through your own health
2: journey that has made an impact in your workplace. Sure, absolutely. And actually, when I uh, last met with you, I was actually in the middle of chemo and I'm no longer on chemo or radiation. I'm still going through some treatments, but I'm cancer-free today. Excellent. Mm. Praise God. Uh, Praise God, absolutely. Uh, But it has definitely been uh, a very interesting journey for me. Uh, You know, in the beginning when I was first diagnosed Uh, I didn't share a lot with people at work, and it was easy to do that because now I am a full-time work-from-home employee, Mm. and I only have to check into the office every so often. So I was going into the office wearing a wig, having to pencil in my eyebrows at the time, and it was funny because some people would notice that something was different about me. Like, hey, your hair is different. Hey, Mm. there's something different about you. And uh, to some people I would share and other people I wouldn't. And then I finally came to the place where I'm like, you know what, I'm just going to be open about what my situation currently is. And as I started to share with people, you know, it was interesting how people would start pulling me aside and start sharing their own journeys with me. Hmm. They would tell me how they had suffered with chronic illness or how they had partnered with someone who was suffering with chronic illness or they shared something personal and intimate that they'd never shared with anyone before. Hmm. And really interesting how I've forged these really interesting relationships at work now that have gone from people that I worked with to now f- true friendships. Wow. Uh, and even uh, there are a couple of people who have uh, gone through uh, recent um, losses at work. And what I think my journey has given me is even more compassion. I mean, there, there are some things that people go through in life where you automatically have compassion for them. But I think when you go through your own journey, it just opens your heart even more, Mm -hmm. Uh, not just to tell them I'm going to pray for you, but for you to extend yourself, you know, to really help them, to really support them, to really be there for them, to be more than just uh, someone who's waving at them from afar and feeling bad for them. But for somebody who's actually, you know, going out to them and saying, hey, how can I help you? How can Mm -hmm. I support you? Even if I can't do anything, can I just hold your hand? You just want to talk to me. So it's really opened my heart and my mind in a different way. Uh, but you know, it's all by the grace of God. I just feel like I'm just a much more compassionate person than I was before. Wow! It gave you a whole different look on life. Absolutely, absolutely.
0: And I love the fact is that when you were honest with people about what you were
2: struggling with, I bet you had a lot of people going. I wish I'd known that. We'd have been praying for you. Did you have anybody say that to you? Uh, I didn't have anybody say that, but I think it was a lot of surprise. I think people um, typically just see me as somebody who's always put together, right? Uh, when they see you as somebody who's always put together and now suddenly you've got some chronic illness, they find it hard to believe or even hard to grapple with. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was interesting to see how many people um, were hurt to see me hurt. Um, yeah, that was, that was another really interesting thing, how I would see people just, you could see the pain in their face and how somehow they'd been disillusioned because like, oh my gosh, if it happens to you, then it could happen to anybody. Mm. Um, so that was also, uh, I think another, um, thing that I learned is just how much people, um, uh, they watch you every day, right? Mm, they do. <laughs> they do. People watch you as you live your journey and, um, I think it's always helpful to let people know that, you know, we're all human. We mm-hmm. all have cracks. Mm-hmm. You know, we all go through things. We all have challenges. And when we're able to, exp- uh, to demonstrate that, uh, it opens people's hearts in a different way. And it also uh, gives them a sense of reality. And it puts a lot of things in life in perspective.
1: You know, so just one last um, thought on that. Talk to our listeners just for a minute. Maybe they're going through something personally and maybe they're not sharing it with people. Um, Can you give them a little sense of freedom to share that or uh, to just, you know, be living their life? I don't know. What would you say to them?
2: Absolutely. So I would tell them to really uh, pray about it. You know, it took me some time to really pray and ask God's uh, guidance and wisdom And I still remember, um, you know, one of the things uh, that helped me to really open the door uh, to others and finally kind of come to terms with what I was going through and wanting to open up after I really prayed about it, talked to my husband about it, even uh, batted the idea with a couple of people I was close to uh, about how I would share. And then one day I just said, you know what, I'm going to post this on Facebook Mm. and I'm going to talk about my journey while I'm on, you know, while I'm on Facebook. And, um... It was a really liberating experience for me to be able to do that, to just kind of come out and not hold this secret anymore. That you know, here I here I am struggling uh, with something that I'm keeping to myself, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, just a surprising level of support that I received, and even from people that I didn't expect it from. Uh, it was encouraging, and it helped me during my journey, especially when I was <laughs> going through chemo and having yeah. to deal with the side effects. So, I would just encourage people if you are struggling with something that you're keeping to yourself, you know, pray about it. Yeah. Be wise about it. Not everything should be shared. But if it's one of those things that you uh, have come to terms with and you feel that God is guiding you in that direction and you've spoken to other people in your life who have encouraged you to do so. Please go ahead and share. You'd be surprised at how many people one will support you, and two will also encourage you.
0: Awesome. That level of transparency and authenticity, though, is something that's missing in today's society. And so, by you becoming transparent and authentic in your pain and in your, what in, you want to call it, suffering. Yeah, everybody I've talked to has ever gone through chemo. They're suffering. They're suffering sometimes a little, most of the time a lot that speaks to people because they're not used to being exposed to people who are being real who have who, who have taken down all the the pretense around them when they see somebody real they're like ha ah. I can relate to that, right? She's being real. Mm-hmm. I, I imagine that opened up doors for you at work that you never imagined. I mean, like you said, you transformed coworkers to friends.
2: Yes, absolutely. And I still remember the first time I posted a photo when I was with my bald head right after all I'd fallen off. I'd been wearing a wig, and I would being even bald go is not so bad. <laughs> You know, for us women, you know, our hair hairs are oh, crowned, I know, I know. <laughs> uh, but it was, it was liberating. It was, uh, it was amazing. It was an amazing experience and it's just helped me, I think as a human being, just to know that it's okay to be vulnerable and to let people see in. It's
0: powerful. Jesus was vulnerable. That's how we got into people's hearts so quickly. Mm-hmm. And, and vulnerability is so powerful.
1: So Ellie, let's switch gears a little bit because we, um, we've we talked about the workplace and your vulnerability. You have a real passion for women in leadership and helping them. What is the Lord doing in that sphere of your life right now?
2: Sure. So for about 10 years now, I've had a company called Leadership Strategies for Women where I coach uh, women one-on-one and I also uh, develop leadership development programs for companies and associations that want to Develop their emerging women leaders into effective managers and executives. And uh, I've noticed that a number of uh, Christian women have come to me for coaching. Mm -hmm. And as I've coached those women, I've uh, realized that a number of them struggle with fears that uh, some of the behaviors that they would have to engage in in the workplace in order to get ahead, that somehow those behaviors would compromise their values. And this is something that I also struggled with when I first entered corporate America. I was very afraid of asking for a promotion because I thought that meant that I was, you know, maybe being too ambitious. I wouldn't ask for a raise because I thought it meant I was being greedy. I wouldn't talk about my accomplishments because I didn't want to brag. You know, So there were all these uh, things that I was doing that was holding me back, yet there's an expectation, especially when you work in a Fortune 500 company mm-hmm. in a secular environment where you're being asked to perform at a high level, mm-hmm. where your boss is actually expecting you to talk about your accomplishments where you're working with colleagues and there's actually a healthy level of competition that's supposed to take place so that you can uh, demonstrate your abilities. Mm-hmm. And I really had to come to terms with that. And uh, I went to my favorite place. I went to the Bible <laughs> and started seeking guidance. And I spent a lot of time in the Proverbs. Yeah. And then I also spent a lot of time analyzing uh, Jesus's leadership, uh, David's leadership. Uh, Paul's leadership, and I started uh, relating a lot of their experiences to what I was experiencing in the marketplace, and I'm like, this is it. This is the ultimate leadership development book. (laughs) (laughs) So as I started applying some of what I was learning in the Bible based on what I was observing these, you know, uh, biblical characters or biblical leaders, how they were managing through a lot of their situations, and I started applying some of those principles to my own uh, workplace uh, environment, I was making a lot of progress. I ended up getting, you know, promoted on a number of occasions. Uh, You know, I've gotten to where I am now. Now I'm a vice president of Fortune 500 company. That's my full-time job, uh, in addition to my business on the side. Mm -hmm. And uh, I've been able to also package those leadership lessons and share them with other women who have also been able to uh, get ahead in their own careers as a result. So uh, I was inspired to launch ChristianCareerWomen.com. And this is a faith-based women's leadership initiative to help Christian women understand that they too can succeed in the workplace and that they don't have to hold themselves back. Uh, They have official permission from Jesus Christ himself uh, to (laughs) engage in uh, collaborative, uh, competitive uh, practices at work that will not compromise their values. So when someone goes to
1: ChristianCareerWomen.com, what are they going to find there? What is it going
2: to be? They're going to find an invitation to join an online community. It is completely free. There's no charge to join this community. And what we're doing in that community is uh, we've created a portal where you can go online and you can uh, communicate with other members uh, within the community. Mm -hmm. And we're also holding uh, monthly Bible studies. We're doing uh, prayer calls. And we are also going to start uh, launching some virtual book clubs where we'll start reading uh, Christian slash leadership books so that women can also start developing uh, some of their uh, leadership skills.
1: So this is virtual so people can join this from anywhere. Absolutely. And, okay. Absolutely. So again, that's christiancareerwomen.com and I just, if you if this is at all intriguing to you, um, I want to encourage you to go and check it out and see what Ellie and the Lord have put together and um, I, it sounds like there's some great resources there for people.
0: So make the tie-in to Work Matters, Ellie Nieves. As, as we've said. Here in Northwest Arkansas at the Work Matters (laughs) National Conference. What's the tie in? What drew you here to Northwest Arkansas today?
2: The passion for being able to integrate faith and work. So just as I mentioned, I uh, felt like I was called to create this community for Christian Career Women. Clearly, Work Matters is already functioning in this space. Mm -hmm. I attended the Work Matters conference for the first time last year, and I was so encouraged. And it was actually one of the uh, things that actually encouraged me to launch ChristianCareerWomen.com. And I just love the fact that I can come to a conference like this and have tons of role models, very successful individuals. For example, Donnie Smith, who's the former CEO of Tyson Foods, Mm -hmm. uh, just being able to listen to someone like him. And hear about his experiences and see how he integrates his faith with his work is incredible. I don't have this in my day-to-day work, working in a secular Fortune 500 company. So to be able to see someone as powerful and as influential as him, be able to share his faith on the stage is incredible. In
0: 30 seconds or less, what was your biggest takeaway from Donnie Smith today?
2: My biggest takeaway was to make sure that I always stay connected to my power source. He had this great analogy of a power drill being plugged in and connected and being able to do the work that it was intended to do. And the fact that you can't do that if you're not plugged in. Mm. And Jesus is our ultimate power source. So it is a constant reminder to me now. I'm always going to have this analogy playing in my head that I need to connect to Jesus every day so that I have his power as I function through my day.
0: Mm. We're talking today with Ellie Nieves. She is a second time guest on I Work for Him, but her story has grown so much since the last time. And if you're just tuning in right now, you got to make sure you listen to the whole story because it is deep and amazing. Ellie, you said something before we got on the air that you really wanted to speak and encourage the women that are listening today that are out there working in those tough environments, those secular work environments where mm, it's not necessarily God-honoring. What do you got to say?
2: Absolutely. So, you know, oftentimes we we walk into these secular workspaces and we believe that we have to leave our faith outside. Uh, We don't always see space in the secular work environment for us to be able to play out our faith. And also, when you're a Christian, you often think that playing out your faith at work means that you're inviting people to church all the time Mm -hmm. or that you're sharing scripture with your coworker. And that doesn't necessarily have to be the case. I don't think that you have to walk in there, you know, floating your Bible around so that everybody um, knows that you're a Christian. I think that the most important thing that we can do as a Christian in a secular work environment is to be the Bible for people, uh, to go in there and demonstrate that we can be kind-hearted, that we can be uh, collaborative, that we can be honest, that we have integrity in the way that we do our work. And as we uh, play out and as as we work out our faith in the workplace, that is the most important way that we can be uh, the Bible for other people. We don't necessarily have to quote scripture in order to do it. I like to be the Bible.
1: You know, and um, I think tying that back into your um, comment from the one of the speakers today with Donnie um, Smith from Tyson, where he's, you know, being plugged into the power source every day, using the scripture as your um, your motivation and your guideline of how to do that, you know, to have integrity and to do those things. Hopefully, as we live out our life, we are continuing to um, get people curious. Why is she different? Why does she handle that situation in that way? I've never seen anybody do that before. So, um, so speak to our listeners that maybe they are in a tough environment and they, they just don't know that their faith is really making a difference. What can you say to them?
2: So I can share that I've been there, yeah. right? I've, been, I've worked in uh, very difficult uh, corporate environments where uh, not everybody plays fair, not everybody plays by the rules. Uh, I remember there was one particular situation where I had one person that was just not nice, and that person had no intention of ever being nice. Mm. Uh, so to come into a work environment where you know you have to continually work with this individual and that uh, I wasn't called to uh, respond in kind, I was called to... <laughs> well said. <laughs> I have no I idea what you're talking about.
0: That's never been my
2: response. So I was called to uh, continue to be kind to this individual, mm-hmm. to continue to be respectful, continue to work with this individual side by side, even though I wanted to pull out my hair, run into the bathroom, you know, bang on the wall. Mm-hmm. And if I could, could have banged on that person, I would have done it, right? <laughs> <laughs> but I had to show restraint. Uh-huh. I had to show self control. I needed to uh, do what God called me to do, which again was to overlook this person's offenses, right? Not not respond in kind, and to even pray for the per- person. Mm. And that was a journey for me, you know, going into the Bible and reading that even the Bible even calls me to pray for my enemies. And I no re- no.
0: Love your enemies. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> love
2: them and prayer. Prayer was incorporated in my yes. love for them. That's right. <laughs> um, so love your
0: enemies. <laughs> pray for those who persecute you. It's even It takes us to a whole other level.
2: Exactly. And I, I needed to pray about how to, how to pray for someone that I didn't like because I really genuinely did not like this person. And, um, it, it, and it took that level of dedication, and, you know, to really sit down, read the Bible. I'm like, this is what it says. And this is what I'm going to have to do because this is what God calls me to do. Mm-hmm. And it got to the point where I started even writing down what the prayer would be. Yeah. Right. I'm like, if I can't just say it, if it doesn't come out of my heart, I'm going to write it down and I'm going to keep reciting it until it naturally flows from me. And, and I did that out of obedience for God. Mm. That's a great word.
0: Ellie Nieves, We're done. We're out of time. (laughs) I'm sorry. You got an incredible story. Make sure you check out Ellie Online, Christian. CareerWomen.com, ChristianCareerWomen.com. Ellie, thanks for being on I Work For Him today.
2: Thank you, Jim. It's Thank great you, to Martha. see you face-to-face.
0: You've been listening to I Work For Him with your host, Jim and Martha Brangenberg, as we broadcast from Northwest Arkansas courtesy of Work Matters. We're Christ followers, our workplace. It's our mission field, but ultimately, I Work For Him. Thank you for listening to the I Work For Him podcast with your hosts, Jim and Martha Brangenberg. Please visit IWorkForHim.com to learn more about connecting your faith and work, to join the I Work For Him nation, or subscribe to our weekly blog. You can also follow us on social. Social media at I Work For Him to stay up to date and meet our guests. If today's message spoke to you, please subscribe, rate, and review the show on your favorite podcast platform. Your review will launch more workplace missionaries across America. That's at I Work For Him and online, I Work For Him.com. I Work the number four, him.com.